We love him more than anything. We'd like to, this morning, invite your attention to the book of Deuteronomy chapter number 6. I'd like to invite your attention to Deuteronomy chapter number 6. Father, we bless your name, we honor you, and we give you glory. We thank you, Father God, for all that you are doing and what you are yet about to do. We thank you, Lord God, for the overflow that is about to, that is in our lives at this moment. And we just bless you and we honor you. Now, God, hide me behind the cross. Keep me far from the, from the face of man. But, God, let him hear thee and thee alone. We thank you, Lord God, for the power of your Holy Spirit, who's the mighty one upon this earth. This we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Deuteronomy chapter number 6. And we're going to start with verse number 10. But last week we talked about having the, the faith to believe the impossible. I want you to know that, and as God has shared with us at the very ending of our service, that we're in a season of overflow. We are in a season of overflow. God is doing supernatural things in the lives of his people. And God also wants us to be warned about when the things happen and when God blesses us, he runs a risk because sometimes we get crazy. Amen. Sometimes we forget about God. This week, Dr. Manley uh, 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 got an uh, 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 invite uh, to go to Augusta, Georgia, to, uh, to be on television there in Augusta, Georgia for an interview. And the cost for that interview is $3,500, and it was given to him free. That, that, is, that is a season of overflow. Amen. So they, they wanted him to come, but he doesn't have to pay anything. He just has to show up. Things have been happening so this week and so fast. Now, I have a brother-in-law who has some, uh, some stock, which he didn't know he had. And just so happened when it, the paperwork came uh, across my desk and I began to look, and I'm one that liked to look at stock and invest in stock. He had some stock. So when I looked up to see uh, the kind of stock that he had, the cost for the, each share that he had was uh, $193 a share which all these many years, and he's about 77 years old, he had no clue. He was just drawing the dividend check. So when we discovered he had some money just sitting there waiting, and he had 24 shares, and then, of course, he has two more certificates, stock certificates, that's sitting there waiting for him. And I said to the, said to the Lord, I said, God, you got stuff for your people, I mean spiritually, physically, as well as financially, just sitting there waiting for us. And we want to make sure that we're in line with the Lord as he is blessing. We got another invitation, I think, on uh, coming up Friday, October the 5th, I believe it is, where we're supposed to be at a table of a multimillionaire, and the tickets are free, $50 a, 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 a ticket. And they laid, he laid the tickets uh, uh, there with us, and he said, well, I want you all to be guests at our table in Columbia, the Emily Suite. So God is doing some supernatural things. Now, I don't know what God is doing in your life, and I'm quite sure he's doing some things in your life. We just have to give God the glory. The Bible does say this, the humble will hear and rejoice. See, if you've got people that are humble and that's connected to you, they are going to rejoice when God blesses you. And you're going to rejoice when God blesses them. Amen? So to this morning, we want to talk about uh, the cost of freedom. Because anytime God begins to, to bless us in a supernatural way, because we want God to put his supernatural on our natural, therefore it becomes a supernatural blessing. And at that point, we have no clue what God is going to do. Amen. 
Now, Deuteronomy chapter number 6, and we were going to begin reading at verse number 10. Remember, we are in a season of overflow. We're in a season of overflow. There was someone that sold into this ministry a few weeks ago. It's turned right around uh, less than four days. She heard from a situation that, that, that she had been waiting on. And then this past week, uh, uh, what she was waiting on was deposited in her account. And then she sent a seed off into the church. Come on, y'all. We need to give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. She sent a seed off. And so every time she says, as God is blessing, she said, I want to bless it. I want to bless the people of God. I want to bless the church. That's why when it comes down to House of Destiny, we never worry about how we're going to pay the bills because God is the one that pays all the bills. Amen. He's the one that pays all the bills. Now, Deuteronomy chapter number 6, that does not mean we don't give. I, I, I guess I best put that in. Amen. Because we may think, well, somebody else is doing it and God is sending some money from somewhere else to take care of things. Then I don't have to do anything. No. If you want to be blessed, then you better go ahead and do your sowing too. Amen. Because it says in this word, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. And this person lives in a whole entire different state that, that is blessing the church. Amen. Now, Deuteronomy chapter number 6, beginning at verse number 10. We're talking about the cost of freedom. Verse 10 says, And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. Verse 11 says, And houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and wells dig which thou diggest not, Vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. Hmm. Here comes a warning. Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from thy house of bondage. In this season of overflow in our life, God is going to release some things to us that we didn't have. We didn't put anything into it, but we're going to reap the benefits. But he says, as we begin to be in that season of overflow or the entire year of overflow, he said, beware lest ye forget. Amen? Don't, don't forget about God. Because sometimes when the Lord begins to bless his people, all of a sudden we forget who God is. When we used to be faithful coming to church, we're not faithful anymore because God has begun to bless us with things, materialistic things. And then next thing we know, we put God on the back burner. God said, now, the warning is, as I bless you, make sure you do not forget him. When I said forget him, do not forget God. He said, beware, take heed, least ye forget. That's the danger it is when God blesses his people. Especially when we, we haven't had or we've been in life. All of a sudden, here's a, a flux of overflow in our lives. We will have a tendency to forget who, who blessed us when we didn't have or made provisions for us when we didn't have. And all of a sudden, we think we got it going on. Well, we're going to show you some scriptures to help us to understand. It's only by the grace of God and the power of God that we have received these things. The warning, verse number 12, is a warning. See, there's a cost when God blesses us. You know, we, we, we're free to go and do some things that we didn't used to do. And all of a sudden, you know, there's a cost to that freedom because we will forget God. 
So he says, Beware, lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt. Egypt is a land of bondage, a land, a land of limitations. From the house of bondage, you got to remember where you were. You have to remember that you were in a place of bondage before God opened up his arms, before God began to, and, and, and for whatever reason, I, 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 what I'm grasping, what I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit, there is going to be an influx of financial overflow. Financial. I don't know if they talk about money, but I know what the Holy Spirit is saying. He said there's going to be an influx. That's, we're, going to, we're entering into a season of overflow of finances. But he is sending out a warning that we do not forget God. Remember when you were in light. Remember when, when you were in light and God provided the things that you need. But so now that you're in abundance, God said, do not forget who he is or who gave you that abundance. Amen? Because at one point you was in bondage. You were at a place of limitation. You know how it is when, when, when you have, your, have, have your, some, your finances and you've already, you know, before you get your check, you've already paid every bill and owe everybody. Well, what God, I heard one amen now. Thank you for being honest. Amen. But what God is saying is this. He said, you're going to come to a place where you won't have to worry about that anymore. You will not have a limitation to your finances. I believe it. I receive it. I accept whatever God says, and I'm seeing God doing it. I am seeing God operating in that very thing. He said, but, Brendan, you've got to make sure you don't forget where it's coming from, that you do not forget who I am. Because we have a tendency, don't, let, don't be walking and God give you a car. You'll, car, you'll forget who, who gave you the car. Amen? You'll, you'll forget. And what, what God will do so many times, we've seen God take things back because we've forgotten about him. You know, it, 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 that's a danger when we get two nickels and a dime. That's the danger. But the warning comes for, he says now, he says, beware. Don't forget about who I am. He said, where I brought you from. Now, somebody might say, well, that's just the, that's just the Old Testament. Let's go to the book of St. John, chapter number 4. Keep your place now in Deuteronomy. Keep your place there. And we're going to go to St. John, chapter number 4. St. John, chapter number 4. St. John, chapter number 4. Yeah, that's a cost for freedom. There is a cost for freedom. There is a cost to freedom. Amen. There is a cost to freedom. St. John, chapter number 4. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 37. Are we there? St. John, chapter number 4, verse number 37. Verse number 37. Verse, verse number 37 in St. John, chapter number 4. Verse 37 says, And herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. Somebody else is sowing, but you're going to reap. And watch, watch verse number 38. Now, this is New Testament. 38 says, I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. Other men labored, and ye are entered into their labor. So what God is saying here is this. He said, now, somebody's sowing, but you're going to do the reaping. He said, I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. In other words, you will, you will not have put any effort in it whatsoever, but you're going to reap from somebody else's labor. Somebody else is going to be laboring. Someone else is going to be sowing. And you know what? Hello, Brenda's going to be reaping. Amen. According to the word of God. Amen. According to the word of God. Just look at that. He said, I sent you to reap 
that, verse number 38, I sent you to reap that whereon you bestowed no labor. You didn't put any effort in it whatsoever. None whatsoever. But you're going to be the one that's going to reap from somebody else's labor. God, I thank you for that one. Amen. I, I thank the Lord for that. That's what he says now. Now let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter number 8. Let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter number 8. We're hurrying along this morning. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. Let's go back there. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. Amen. Talking about cost of freedom. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. Now it's God's blessing. God, God, God is blessing. He's already said you're going to reap something that you didn't put no labor on. That's what he said. You're going to reap something that you didn't put in the labor. Now, Deuteronomy chapter number 8, verse number 10. Here again, God is giving this warning. He says in verse number 10, Deuteronomy 8, When thou have eaten and art full, when thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he has given thee, Here's the warning again. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command unto this day. He's saying beware. He said, now, when you've eaten and you're full. In other words, when you've got so much and God says, I've blessed you and you can't handle no more. He said, beware, you don't forget. He said, do not forget. Do not forget, when you get full, you get satisfied. I mean, you, you've gotten everything you think that you want or you desire, spiritually, physically, and financially. He says, uh, when he has blessed, uh, when thou have eaten and are full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he has given thee. God is going to put us in a good land. And, we're in, and, and while we're in that good land, we have to bless the Lord. We have to bless God when we're in that good land. Then he comes up with a warning once again in verse 11. It's, isn't that strange how God will always warn us before we mess up? God will always warn. Verse 11 says, here he is, and once again, he says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God, and not keeping his commandments, his judgments, his statutes, which, which I command thee this day. God said, Beware, do not, do not forget his commandments. Do not forget his judgments because God, there's two sides of God. There's a side that, that, is comfort, that will comfort us, that will love us, but there's also a side of God that will bring judgment, that will bring wrath. So we have to understand that. He said, now, this is a season. Can't emphasize it enough. This is a season of overflow. He said, do not forget the, the, the things that you're supposed to do toward him. We're supposed to worship him. We're supposed to praise him. We're supposed to exalt his name. We're supposed to glorify God. We're supposed to take care of his kingdom, the people of God. God said, do not forget. He said, beware when you're a fool. When you've when you got everything you think you need to have or those things that God want to bless you with, he said, you better be very careful. He said, take heed. Least ye forget who it came from. And that's, that's what he's saying here. Now, verse number 12 says this. He says, List when thou have eaten and are full, and you have built goodly houses, and you dwell therein. And when thy herds and thy flock multiply, verse 13, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. Watch what happens now. This is the danger. Uh, this is the danger. Verse number um, 14 is the danger point. Then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage. What is God saying to us? 
God said, listen, when you're in that land, when you're in that, that land of uh, overflow, you know, that good land, when there's so much he's, he's given you, and all of a sudden you, we, we have a tendency to forget, he said, you beware. He, he said, you, you beware. He said, because what's happening is you are, you are forgetting me. And he's talking about these goodly houses, how he's going to multiply your, your flock and your silver and your gold and everything's going to be multiplied. God said, when increase comes, make sure your increase don't let you get yourself lifted up in pride. Tight, but it's right, right? Because sometimes when people get two nickels and a dime, you can't hit them in the, in the rear with a red apple. Can I put it that way? He said, when, when, if I'd been Dr. Manley's, Dr. Manley would say, well, he's hitting the button with a red apple. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so he says, now, when, you get, when you're being blessed, when this increase is in this season of overflow, he says, do not get lifted up in pride. In other words, don't become so arrogant you can't speak to people anymore. Or you walk past people. Or you think you're more than somebody else because you have a little bit more. Amen. He said, Be, that, that's, a, that's a pride spirit. He said, you got to beware. As God increases, and this is a, I don't know who all God is sending this message to, but not only will House of Destiny be blessed, but there's a whole lot of other people that's out there listening to this word that will be blessed. But God's saying, when I, when I release the overflow, and many of you are already operating in overflow, he said, be careful you're not lifted up in pride. Because just the same way you go up in pride, you'll come down in shame. Shame will bring you down. It will bring you down. So don't, don't get beside yourself. In other words, be, be a blessing to other people. Be, be, to be a blessing to other people. Now he's already telling us now, he's going to multiply. God is going to increase our silver and our gold. Listen, you might as well have a, have a Fort Knox in with you because I'm going to tell you, God is going to release that kind of, that type of uh, overflow in our lives. Amen. But, but we, thank you, brother. Praise the Lord. Amen. But we also got to have wisdom and discipline how to handle what God gonna give. Cause some of us don't know how to handle money. Amen. We think because we have it, all of a sudden we think we're supposed to spend it. We think, okay, well, we need to buy this and we need to buy this. Well, you didn't have it before you got the money. So that let me know you don't really need it. Amen. What about investing something for down the road when you get old and you're not able to work? And you can, you can lay back and you got something to rest upon. Now, think about your retirement. Amen. You know, you got to use, you got to use some wisdom. Amen. Then he says now, verse 14, then thine heart be lifted up and, and thou forget the Lord thy God. This is something that, that, you know, that's a scripture where it talks about, uh, you can't serve, uh, uh, God and mammon. And mammon is money. So that must mean money must be mighty powerful for God to put it up on that kind of level. Right there by him. Mighty powerful. That dollar bill is a hot mess. That dollar bill, because it'll cause us to do some strange and crazy stuff. He said, Thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of bondage from the house of bondage. He brought us out of that place. Now, let's go to verse number 17 in and, and the same chapter, in Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let's go to verse number 17. Now, because we have to correct some things, because what happened is we'll forget who gave us that. We will forget. We'll forget. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 17. Now watch this. We're almost done. Chapter, seven, uh, chapter 8, verse 17. It says, And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of whose hand? Mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. The devil is a lie. 
Because, see, what happens is we will forget that God has done this thing. God has blessed us. God has given and allowed us to get wealth. And we'll forget who's done it when all of a sudden we did it. No, we hadn't done nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's why we always say anything that happens here at House of Destiny is by the, by the grace of God. Because we know what we have and we know what we don't have. But we know that God owns it all. He owns the cows on a thousand hills and he makes the provisions, he provides, and he takes care of his children. Now, we didn't do anything. It, that we was, it, hopefully, the week of October, October the 8th, we will be sending down a tractor trailer of food and supplies to Newburn, North Carolina. We've been in contact with them several times. That's a very devastated area. Someone asked the question, well, why are you not doing South Carolina? Well, we will do South Carolina, but right now we're doing New Bern, North Carolina, because there had been more devastation. But God is sending in the things that's needed. He's touching the hearts of people to help us to be able to bless someone else. We get a call the other day, and the gentleman said, well, will y'all send something down into South Carolina? And he began to talk about I think this is uh, Shawal, South Carolina. He said they was hit real bad. So therefore, they want to make sure that if we could uh, send a tractor trailer load or send some supplies there. So I told him, I said, after we get this, this load out of the way, going to New Barnes in North Carolina, then we will work on the one for South Carolina. I'm believing God. He's going to provide what's needed for the second truck. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for faith right now. Amen. For the second truck going down to bless someone else. Because, see, we don't know when it's going to hit us. It's, it was awfully close to us. But, see, we don't know when it's going to hit us. Amen. So somebody's going to have to turn around and bless us. So don't ever think that our hands has done anything. It's God has given us the power to get well. He said that now. And thou say in thine heart. It's in your heart. Now, it's like this. I may not be able to read your heart. And the Holy Spirit can, but God will reveal what your heart is going, what's going on in your heart. Saying, my power. No, you have no power except the power that God gives you. He says, my power and the might of mine hand have God gotten me, has, has gotten me this way. In other words, self is up there. The ego is wide open. Ego is sitting on the throne talking right there. The ego. We got to recognize this is not this is not the hand of God speaking right here. This is this is the ego. This is man speaking. Verse 18 says, "But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day." We have to remember that it is God that has given us the power to get this wealth. I don't care how much your paycheck look like when you, when you go somewhere on your job. I don't care what kind of increase. You best know it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the Father. Because God don't have to touch anybody's heart to, to bless you to give you an increase of anything. God, it, it is by the power and the hand of God that, that touches someone's heart to be a blessing to us. Amen. And, and he does it, he says, that his, that his covenant might be established. It, it has everything to do with a promise. It has everything to do with a promise that God has given in regards to his people. Now, he said, I didn't give you, I gave you power to have all this. Remember where we came from. 
I don't know about you all, but that was the time when, when, when we grew up, we, we had tin tubs and we took, everybody took a bath in the tin tub, you know, and, and used that water and you had outside toilets. Anybody been, don't act like y'all ain't been there. Some of y'all have, amen. Sometimes we've forgotten where we come from. You got to go walk way down the road to go to the bathroom. And now you have the liberty and the, and, and, and the pleasantry or to go from room to room, go into your house, amen, and use the restroom, you know. And you can close the door and you got some privacy, you know. You ain't got to worry about all that other crazy stuff, you know, walking way down. You Sometimes we forgot where we come from. We, we think we've always been here. We have not always been here. No, we've not always been here. You know, you had to walk everywhere you go. You got to remember there was a time when children had to walk to school. That was no, I call it the cheese bus. The uh, cheese wagon, that's what I called it. You know, they had to walk to school. Now they think they're too good to ride. We have come so far. We have come so far. God said, don't forget where you came from. When you were living in the house and you can look up and you can see the stars because there was holes in the roof. Don't forget where you come from because you got, uh, you got a roof over your head. You got shelter and you got many rooms in your house. You got a car to drive. You're not walking anymore. He said, don't forget where you come from because you got two or three cars. Some people got four and five. He said, don't forget where you come from. He said, beware at least you forget and you forget about God, the one that has done it. We forget sometimes. God said, beware now, beware, beware. See, that's a cost of freedom. See, God blesses people. He allows us to have all these things, and we forget about God. We forget about God. Just as soon as he gives us some materialistic thing, we forget about God, the one that gave it. Well, the same one that gave it is the same one that can take it. Amen. The same one that gave it is the same one that can take it. He said, beware, at least you forget. See, he got some promises there now. Got some promises. Now, our last scriptures we're going to go to. Our last scriptures. Let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. Thank you, Lord God. 1 Corinthians chapter number 8. 1 Corinthians chapter number 8. Be careful what you do. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you teach your children. Because all that stuff will come back on you. You know, God, God, God is looking. God is watching. Be very careful. Be very careful. 1 Corinthians chapter number 8, verse number 8. You know, this is, this is where it goes about when we talk about, am I, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, we are. Sometimes we think we're so big and bad. Well, you know, I can do whatever I want to. No, you are your brother's keeper according to the scripture. Amen. You can't tell me what to do or where to go. Yeah, you are your brother's keeper. Watch what God says in his word. 1 Corinthians chapter number 8. Looking at verse number 8. It says this. See, they was talking about eating meat. And, and, and they were talking about eating meat that offered up to idols in the beginning part of this, of this text. But watch what God says here in verse number 8 in 1 Corinthians chapter number 8. He says, But meat commendeth us not to God, for neither if we eat are we the better, neither if we eat not are we the worse. Watch verse 9. But take heed, lest by any means... This liberty costs of freedom. But take heed, least by any means, this liberty of yours become a what? A stumbling block to them that are weak. There are people that are weak. Because you have the freedom, the liberty to do whatever that you feel you can do. Because God says whatever you take into, into your mouth, it goes out, it comes, goes through the trough, and it comes right back out. 
But the fact remains, there might be somebody that do not understand there are certain things that you can do that, that's not harmful, but yet to them, it, because they are weak, it becomes harmful to them. We are our, our brother's keeper. We are our brother's keeper. Now, drop down now, drop down, because you've got to remember now, verse number 9 says, But take heed, lest by any means this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to them that are weak. If you've got a brother or sister that's weak, there are certain things you cannot do before them because you become a stumbling block. You will become a stumbling block to them, and God will see you. You can't take your freedom that God has given us, you know, and do whatever we want to to do. No, because if you do it before somebody that's weak and they fall from the way, God will see you. God will see you. That's what the Word of God says. That's God's Word. That's not Brenda's Word. That's God's Word. Now, the last verse, the last verse here, in verse number 13, the very last verse, it says, Wherefore, if meat... Make my brother to offend. I will eat no flesh while the world standeth, lest I make my brother to offend. In other words, if whatever I do cause my brother to stumble and fall, God says, be like Paul. Paul said, if it's going to cause my brother or my sister to fall, then I'm not going to do it before them. That's what verse 13 says. Wherefore, if me, whatever, whatever we're doing, is not necessary a physical meat, but whatever that situation or circumstance may be that will cause a, a finite brother, he said, I won't do it. He says, I will eat no flesh while the world stands. He said, in other words, I will put restraints on myself so I will not offend or cause another brother to fall or another sister to fall. That's the word of God. Because we got that liberty, that does not give us the right to do it. Because God's word tells us, you know, it's, it's not so much what, what goes in the belly, that defiles it. It's just what comes out. But you've got to be careful not use Scripture wrongly. Because, see, what goes in, even though it's coming out, if your brother and sister see you and, and they are weak in the faith and you cause them to stumble, God said, I'm going to see you. Because you cause that, young, that, that little one to stumble and fall. You, the Holy Ghost is powerful enough to keep you. The Holy Ghost is powerful enough to keep you. That's why I have a problem with these, these single women. They say they can't be kept. The devil is a lie. I was kept for 11 years before I met Dr. Manley. The devil is a lie. The Holy Ghost has power to keep you. He, whether you're a man, male or female, that the power of the Holy Ghost can restrain you. How do you know? Because Brenda been there and done it. I'm a testimony to what the power of the Holy Ghost can do. Amen. Amen. We can sit up and allow, you know, my flesh. No, it's not your flesh. It's because you want to. You open up your flesh to do the thing that God tells it not to do. Amen. If you ask God, you ask the power of the Holy Spirit to help you, the Holy Spirit will help. Amen. We are our brother's keeper. Don't use your liberty to do, go out and do any and everything. Because somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching. And the next thing is, this, i got to get back to the original thing, and we're done. Overflow. It's, it's here. It's here. Don't forget God as he blesses you. Don't forget God. Can't say it enough. Don't forget God. God said, beware, least ye forget. 
You forget that you was in bondage one time and you didn't have. Now it's going to be limitless. God, we serve that kind of God. He said, now make sure when I give it to you, you don't forget me. Those things that you committed to do when you was in the house of God and you were faithful in it, he said, you keep on being faithful. If you keep on being faithful, the increase is going to keep on coming. But the moment you decide you're going to back up and, well, I don't think I'm going today. I don't think I'm going today. I've got somewhere else I need to go. You better be careful. We're in a dangerous season, a season of more than enough. I mean more than enough. Crazy things going to start happening, coming your way. I mean supernatural things are coming your way. Somebody said, well, I don't know about that. I'm going to tell you something. We got Hurricane Florence. That Sunday before Hurricane Florence hit, God stood right here and he began to, he spoke and he prophesied that things was going to come forth and it was going to cause men's ears to tingle. Now, they're they blowing people's mind what's going on. Hurricane long gone, flooding still going on. If that's not making your ears tingle, I don't know what is. We need to wake up and listen to what God say. Overflow is on the way. It's already started in somebody's life. Already. Amen. But beware, God says, least ye forget where you come from. Don't forget now. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't become unfaithful when you were faithful before you got. Because that can easily happen. Seen it many times over. Don't, it's coming. It's here. In fact, it's here. It's not coming. It's here. It's here already. It's here. And I thank God for the season of overflow. And I'm asking for wisdom and discipline, understanding, and all that good stuff that I need, how to handle that overflow. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God for your attention.